welcome to Chi Talks, where it's all about the energy. And if everything is made of energy, then we have a lot to cover. So let's dive right in. Let's dive right in. Today we're continuing our regenerative radio series, Farmer's Chi Gong Regeneration Meditation. And I call this Farmer's Chi Gong simply because of my effort to balance all of the movement of the day, the summer days, in which all of the movement serves as a yang, excitatory, stimulating, um, and to balance that with the rest, restorative, regenerative yin strategies. So, um, you know, I feel many, though, can benefit from this technique because our lifestyles can easily, you know, lead to burnout. I believe many people can benefit from regeneration meditation. And today, as in la- today, as in the last show, we'll provide a guided session. And what we'll cover today is uh, how can we optimize the rest cycle? What is yin yang? Yin yang. How can we feel yin yang? And how can it help us? And with the technique uh, provided and the strategies provided, um, how this can help you sleep, get to sleep, relax the mind, get back to sleep if you wake up in the in the middle of the night, and even slow down um, the mental chatter, uh, and even slow down the uh, emotional, the psycho-emotional um, energy. And finally, we'll provide some time, you know, for listeners to call in. Last time we had some great feedback, and with internal work like this, it's e- it it really helps to hear how others experience the activity, uh, like what sensations arise and how. It's great to hear how others articulate sensations and hear about phenomena that may take place. So before we launch into it, I just wanted to maybe have a little. A uh, short talk about why the word regeneration. Where, what was the uh, inspiration for using that term? Right now, I think um, for those of you who haven't caught on to this new word for um, regeneration in uh, farming practices for small farmers, we know that large industrial farming is really not so healthful for both the planet and ourselves as and our and the rest of the environment um, it strips the uh, soil of its life basically where as we dump in industrial chemicals the microbes and the flora fauna in the soil itself uh, is just diminishes and it becomes non-existent so the soil the earth's living skin um, is kind of kind of uh, very yin we don't see it we don't think about it it's not in front of our face like an ecosystem like the rainforest right where we can walk through that ecosystem you can't really walk through the soil but there's just as much life and diversity under our feet as uh, when we walk through this the forest or um, are able to traverse in the ocean um, so 
so the soil has this uh, need in our current society for this regeneration, and we really connected to that as Qigong practitioners, thinking that, oh, well, it's a very yin place, the soil is, but it's responsible for so much of our health. And right now, there's a lot of connection being made between regeneration of the soil and regeneration of our microbiome in the gut. And Javi and I keep saying, that's the lower Dantian, that's the lower energy center, the ocean uh, energy wealth um, that Chinese have been talking about. And we've been connecting that to uh, the microbiome as well, living there. So our teacher talks about the lower energy center, the lower Dantian, as the small and large intestine. And the tissues there are layered um, electric conductivity, high electric conductivity tissue layered with tissues that are not as conductive, that which creates a battery inside of your body. But on top of that, each cell of your body is a battery in and it's of itself. Muscle groups can be batteries as they're en encased in um, uh, fascial tissues and fat and insulated. So we have electric systems within us. And I believe because we are more micro biome than we are ourselves. Can you imagine that? You're less yourself and more other organisms. Uh, those cells in there, um, you have your own ecosystem inside you and the health of that creates this electric potential as well. And the, the, um, that's where all of your immune system stems from and all the nutrients that your body finally absorbs comes from there. So your energy is very much connected to this gut area where the microbiome resides and it's very connected to the soil and the environment. And so we were really excited to, with this word regeneration and that's where we're going to go with this. So how can you restore yourself regenerate yourself just as we are trying to do so with the earth skin the soil of our lands so the word dantian it refers to it's a chinese word and refers to the lower abdomen center and it translates to or translates as elixir field believe it or not in which this field you cultivate uh, yourself and this is the root of the cultivation of your mind, your body, and spirit. And so this idea of regeneration meditation takes us to the cultivation fields of our bodies. And so going through this summer season, I had this notion and idea that as we're trying to build soil and regenerate land, it's also necessary to provide that self-care and regenerate the soil of the personal landscape the uh, personal cultivation center. And so this is where regeneration meditation comes in. We're going to start this probably at about 9, 9.20. So you'll want to prepare yourself. You'll want to prepare your space. I'm not sure about the smoke uh, right now. Open windows, provide fresh air, um, finish your breakfast, finish your coffee. And let's see what else. Uh, limit distractions, turn off your device. Uh, let's see, use the restroom. And so, like I said, we'll get started about 9.15, 9.20. Um, we'll talk a little bit more about, about sleep. And then also about how this can, how this is a great strategy in these times of stress. Um, so it might be difficult to sleep right now. 
let's face it, there exists a collective layer of stress that we are all experiencing regarding the uh, pandemic and regardless of what your viewpoints are. So uh, a few of the questions that we ask, especially with this practice or the psychological and emotional ramifications, what are the psychological downstream consequences of a roller coaster like this? What are the effects of the continued emotional stimulation of hearing about people dying or fighting, arguing, uh, whatnot? Wars and fires and yeah, we just really need to do this for ourselves, you know, for each other. And how do we maximize our, uh, our rest cycle when we're laying down in bed, slow the, slow the mind, calm the worries, calm the mind. And so when our teacher lectures, he speaks of, about the mind. And we, when we learn about the mind, he often asks, do you have your mind or does your mind have you? So if you're laying in bed and you know, just running and thinking of scenarios or conversations or arguments or whatnot, your mind has you. And just to just to put it in context, our teacher is a gong fu master, and so he's coming from this old school martial arts. You know, so you can imagine him asking this profound question, um, very kind of hardcore. Like, do you have your mind, or does your mind right. have you? Right. <laughs> you know, so this is, and you have to stop and ask yourself that from time to time. So if your mind has you, you could very well be depleting your energy. Your mind is connected to your energy. Where your mind goes, energy, your energy follows. And if we can't sleep, we can't rest. If we can't rest, then the, then the body and the mind will not restore, recharge, or repair. And over time, this is definitely debilitating to our lives by keeping us from pursuing our passions, sticking to our commitments, daring to dream, and envisioning our future and our collective uh, future. In Tai Chi, we, cor we correlate the mind to the yin side in contrast to the yang side, which is the material realm, you know, what we see. And there's definitely a world unseen. The yin side includes our subjective experience, our thoughts, our feelings, sensations, emotions. And in practice, we learn to lead the mind to sustain, st sust to sustain stability, calmness, and ease. Yeah, so when the mind is, you know, when you do have control of your mind and it's at work for you, then you can um, manifest your visions into this reality, right? And so uh, a healthy relationship to mind, uh, well, first of all, what you breezed over a moment ago there mm -hmm. about how mind leads energy right in within the body but then it comes outside of the body so our teacher always gives the example of if you're going to go stand up and walk over and open the door over there your mind is doing that first it's then leading your energy that way and then your body moves with that energy potential movement so your mind is creating the movement of your body and ener energy moving through your body in order to create that movement so the mind goes you send your mind out the energy follows and then physically you take action. Mm -hmm. And so ideally we're doing that in a um, aware, awake, intentional way, mm -hmm. as opposed to your mind being taken by objects, sensations, sensory stimulation, thoughts, worries, and other subconscious um, thoughts that are fed to you by the media or by your friend or something that someone says in passing. Um, it's 
that's why we attempt to be mindful and be aware of all of these things so that we know that what's what's the driving force of our lives. Yeah, and so a lot of times, um, especially when we're talking about sleep and laying in bed and restoring, we have momentum of the mind and the mental chatter. If you wake up and the mind's already going, that's like your your momentum. You also have momentum at the end of the day where your mind is just kind of going through the days. Um, Which means your energy is also scattered. And so mm-hmm. even though your physical body, you've restrained it to your bed, mm-hmm. right? If your mind is going, that means your energy is still in movement and trying to manifest things still. So there's this um, non-harmonization of those two aspects, the mind and the body, and then there goes sleep. And it's, it, it ties into Tai Chi in terms of transition. Tai Chi is all about transitions. And you can think of like waking and sleep as black and white. However, there's that transition zone. There's that transition period. How do you smoothly harmonize the cycle and the transition period? So we, we take notice to these spaces of transitions in terms of uh, practice and trying to harmonize those and, and hone in on uh, smoothly harmonizing and cycling through different states. Right. So when we do finally look at that transition moment and we put our mind where we want to go, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, that's the first step, right? The mind has to be utilized. And so we want to go to our center. We want the energy to gather back uh, to this still point. And where is the most still uh, quiet yin place in our body and that uh, we say is at the bottom part of the physical torso um, at the lower dantian where mm-hmm. the guts are. So this is your physical center of balance but also your sp- uh, spiritual, emotional um, root. root. Yeah, It's 9.15 um, if you just tuned in. This is Chi Talks with Javi and Nona, and we're uh, about to do a facilitation of regeneration meditation. Um, Just to continue a thought here before we do that, uh, we're talking about uh, stressors that persist um, or emotional stimulation, which continuously arises, or the momentum of conversations which stimulate emotion. You know, our psychological center is challenged in these uh, states. And this is all happening in the unseen world, what we call the inside, inside your, in, in your mind. Essentially, our internal balance is compromised. And in Tai Chi, we, we put great emphasis um, on honing and locking in on deep personal center. This is a training and practice, and it's a practice. So this deep personal center is called root, like the root of a tree. If you've cultivated deep root, you can withstand the stressors of the seasons. All the wind and the gusts and the branches will wave, but you're firmly rooted. And just to clarify, so this translates to emotional center, psychological center, a deep sense of self uh, and uh, personal well-being and emotional stability but through time through practice you know we deepen this relationship um, and in a way those outer stressors um, provide a a feedback and they also provide what we what we call training 
to hone that deep sense. You need that those external stressors to 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 have that relationship with yourself and to develop that center calmness and that ease. And so we say where there is ease, disease does not exist. Disease does not exist. So (laughs) but remember it's a practice. We're not we're not perfect. Um, when we talk about mm-hmm. when we talk about rest and we talk about cycles and we talk about yin yang, we can talk about our circadian rhythm and know that we are part of nature. We have to harmonize with the sun. We have to harmonize with the moon and their cycles. And uh, so we have to lay down and we have to rest. We have to break from the day, uh, probably as much as capitalism would like. Well, we we can, don't have to. We can't. <laughs> we can't be robots. Well, we don't have to. But if we want to experience full, full energy flow, and which mm-hmm. in Qigong equals health, uh, which is where health comes from, it, then the harmonization part allows for that to happen. Better flow of energy, and so. Um, when we do that, you know, most of us are so uh, moved by modern day society that we're not paying attention to the natural rhythms of nature. Mm. And, and oftentimes we aren't even aware of the effect that might be having. So. And it's difficult with responsibilities and with commitments and with all of those, you know, distractions and stressors, oh, you yeah. know. So you, in this idea of mind, you really want to know where you put your mind and how much of your mind you give because your mind is your energy. How much you want to know where your energy goes, how much of your energy you give. So remember that sleep um, regulates your genomic activity, your, meta, your metabolic activity, your uh, ability to repair and replace um, cells and tissues. And it also... Uh, reduces inflammation so so quality sleep is Mm -hmm. just huge and important Mm -hmm. and if we align with the circadian rhythm with the sun and the moon um, we have the we we align with nature harmonize with nature and have all these downstream healing uh, effects and then so regarding movement of the day the yang side that facilitates the circulation and you just talked about that as we move our arms our legs we literally pump the body like a machine facilitating that flow of vital energy and blood however we want to balance that with the yin you know we can't just continuously move the body just cannot sustain continual continual movement without needing to recharge and repair so that's what we're looking at in this series and in these shows within the framework of yin and yang can you feel yin a deep sense of rest restoration and recharge as you're heavily immersed in the yang movement um world shall we get started yeah. nona, nona says yes absolutely so here's what we're focusing on before we dive into the facilitation we're and, and i'd like you guys to keep this in mind before we get started slow smooth and continuous Mm-hmm. This helps us to transition between cycles and between states and harmonize those. Mm-hmm. This this helps in, in going to sleep slow, smooth, continuous. And like just, you know, we talk about these words and throw them around, but like what is slow doing? I like to say that, you know, we are creatures of habits and all our tissues are habitual too. And they move in habitual ways and our mind moves in habitual ways. And so if we can slow down and create a space for noticing 
and for different pathways to fire, then we can start getting out of the habits that might no longer be serving us. So we give ourselves an opportunity for change and uh, to create new habits. Um, continuous is important because we often get too stuck when we when we st- when we ups- we you know we go slow, but then to to stop is a whole nother thing and to get stuck there. Yeah, you create some stagnation. And of course, you know, we want that energy to continue to flow. So continuous is, Mm -hmm. yeah, we'll say slow, but it's not stopping. We want to continue on. We'll come back to it. No, trust that, you know, you don't have to really go into any place that's causing too much trouble. You can move on. We'll come back to it. It's all a cycle. Mm -hmm. And, um, And smooth, continuous, and... What was that last word? Slow, there? smooth, continuous. Slow, smooth, and continuous. Oh, smooth. Yeah, just just a nice steady movement. You mm-hmm. know, you don't want any jarring or sudden changes because then your body will tense. So the smooth is important in that sense. And all your of this, mind will tense. And all of this promotes the relaxed state, which yes. is what we call the qigong state. Yes. And this... These, I would say this creates the conditions for mindfulness. This creates the conditions for awareness. Mm-hmm. And um, so another thing to think about is to deepen your sense of feeling. And all of these conditions will help you to hone your sense of feeling inside. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, we, we mustn't turn away from those feelings. We, we, we should face those, right? Despite what... Uh, what we may feel if if they're troublesome or difficult. It's so difficult to do though, too, because you know sometimes it can be alarming. Mm-hmm. Something different. Um, I think all of us uh, are creatures. You know, I think evolution has primed us to to uh, to be wary of things that are different, and new, but all, you know, uh, also curious. So we want to nurture that that aspect and. Also, um, what was I going to say? <laughs> That's where continuous comes in. Right. That's where continuous comes in is like when something feels difficult or a difficult emotion, continuous comes in because everything's temporary. Yeah. yeah. I wanted to, everything is temporary. That's a great thing to remember as you practice that, uh, the rule of nature, that everything is, is impermanent. And a and a good in a good way, change is the only constant. And uh, if we can just stick with the observant mind, we can allow for things to be and move on. And then when we come back, we will affirm, reaffirm the fact that things have changed. You know, let ourselves come back to it. Let time pass. Um, yeah. And oh, so this is the journey within. I I like to tell my Qigong students, you know, you're going where no other person can go. This is the final frontier, mm-hmm. you know, your, your journey inward and your observations of those small little changes in your body and in your mindscape. That's the, that's the, uh, great unknown universe. No one else can explore that. And so this couldn't be really, um, enthralling, uh, as you, are witness to yourself and the possibilities for shifts and changes in the to be more healthful and more aligned with this world that we live in and with yourself. Well, without further ado, let's <laughs> let's dive right in. Uh, you're going to want to lay down. You're going to want to have a blanket or a pillow. You want to go. 
you're going to want to be comfortable. You might want to put a pillow under your knees if you're laying down. Mm -hmm. I realize, yes, some people might be driving. You might be sitting there. Also an opportunity to uh, connect with your dantian, your lower abdomen, and uh, release any unneeded tension that you have if you're in the garden release unneeded tension and just use what is needed at, in the time and also connect to your deep sense of root, relaxed um, sense of ease. And uh, if you have that mental chatter going, bring down that energy into your abdomen. Sometimes it just takes a few breaths. A few breaths. If you are driving though, please mind the road. <laughs> so we're doing four movements. We'll see if we have time to add in the yin yang symbol. Okay. And we're sitting down here. I was thinking about maybe laying down on the floor. There's definitely <laughs> space. Um, definitely get the most out of it. But we're going to sit. We're going to sit. Um, we invite you to lay down or, or sit down, whatever you feel most comfortable with. So the movements will be um, belly breathing. And then it'll be belly massage, massaging the Dantian. And then we'll do what we call tailbone qigong and spinal wave. And hopefully we get into yin yang. Uh, we can use that yin-yang symbol uh, to guide us through the transitions. So the yin-yang symbol is is known and used and throughout and circulated throughout the world. It's a tool. It's definitely a tool. So we're gonna do maybe ten to twenty repetitions of each, and take a moment for yourself as we transition between movements to sense and to feel so this is uh as nona said you know final frontier for you you're laying down or you're sitting down and we're getting we're getting started and uh we're placing the hands at the navel a little bit uh, maybe an inch or two below the belly button you're interlocking your fingers or you can have your hands uh Overlaid. I'm Overlaid. Yeah. You want to be comfortable. Anything that promotes relaxation. So um, let's take a few sighs. Just have a few sighs. Inhale deeply. Feel the belly expand and mm. exhale and release it naturally. Take another breath. Inhale deeply. Feel the abdomen expand upon the hands. And then exhale naturally. Just release it. And we'll do one more. Take a deep breath. Feel the belly expand upon the hands. Naturally, just let it exhale. Now notice what you feel in the body, see if you have a sense of any shift, the slightest shift is something in a sense of calmness or ease or relaxation. And so you have this idea now, you can close your eyes of deep sense of root that continues deep into the yin side, into the spaces that we cannot see within your abdomen, within your uh, elixir cultivation field. Okay. And we're going to try to connect with that space 
as we massage the abdomen. You have your hands on your abdomen. From this center, visualize a spiral from this deep sense of center and slowly mentally begin spiraling from this center. So just the mind is moving. Just the mind until you reach the physical tissues of the hands and then the hands start to spiral outward. And this is providing us a, a massage in the elixir cultivation field. See, when you feel that energy that the mind creates swirling and your hands are called to begin movement, then your hands can then start the movement as well. And... You know, you're not putting much pressure on the abdomen. You could be rubbing the skin. You could be hovering the hands above the abdomen. You just want to keep promoting relaxation and ease. You slowly spiral out and it gets larger. And I should mention, you go in the direction of the bowels. So you come up the right, across, down the left, and then across up the right side and if you can coordinate this with your inhalation and your exhalations you can come up right inhale cross and exhale down the left side cross inhale slowly let the movement coordinate with the breath and exhale slowly and smoothly, promoting relaxation. And imagine the belly as empty space. It's expanding and contracting with the breath. And now you're going to start to spiral back inward to center. Spiral back inward to center and connect with your deep sense of self. Center, root. Coordinating with your breath. And let yourself slowly come back to center. Hone in on that center. And eventually the hands will stop moving. However, let's stay aware that the mental spiral will continue to hone in on center as the hands stop. Notice the transition where the mental spiral continues and the hands have ceased. And slowly ease your mind, spiraling downward into a single point in your abdomen. Take a couple of deep breaths here as you've reached this point 
notice a calm sensation throughout the whole body emanating from this deep sense of center. And you can have a nice sigh here, nice sigh of relief as we transition to the next movement. And just letting go of whatever was. And we're going to start again with the next movement. And we're using the same pattern from, a, from the center. We're spiraling outward and then we're spiraling inward. But now we're placing our minds on our tailbone and this is going to help with like lower back, hips, um, hip flexors. So hamstrings. hamstrings all the way down to the feet. And so what you're going to do is apply the same movement to your tailbone and notice how your tailbone is at rest. It's at center. It's at complete center. The tailbone's going to follow the same pattern from a resting position. The mind begins to spiral outward and it sets the path for the tailbone. It doesn't matter which direction you're spiraling outward with the mind. And eventually that spiral starts to engage the physical tissues. And so now the physical tissues get called to move slowly, smoothly, continuously. If at any point there is a little strain on your back, you can also bend the knees and if you're laying down, you can bend the knees and place your feet on the floor. So it helps that uh, lumbar core curve. And let the movement slowly become larger and larger. And remember, you're promoting relaxation. So let these movements just move as they like. Use as much tissue as you like to keep the movement relaxed. You can explore your range of motion if you like. And now at this point, we're going to start to spiral back to center. Tailbone is circling continuously, smoothly, and spiraling back to center, back to the resting position. And eventually we'll come to a stop, start to get a sense now of where center is and where calmness is as you start to hone in and spiral in and the physical tissues stop notice the transition between the physical tissues and the mental spiral as the mental spiral hones in on center For those of you at home enjoying this exercise, we are going to take a short break here. 
um, as our news director has called in, which always means and during this time some news about some fire out there. So this is a moment, a practice moment, real life here, yeah. to observe the mind mm-hmm. and see what it does as you receive the news that is to come. And I would, and I would issue a challenge to say that. Stay centered. Stay centered and see if you can go into this update relaxed and come, come out, out of, of the update relaxed. Continue to breathe smooth, slow, smooth, smooth and, and continuous. And, and we'll see hear if we right can pick back up. from you. You'll hear right back from us. Yeah, so let's pass it to Dorothy DJ Booth there. and Lauren. Lauren, you're on. Thank you so much, and good morning to our listeners. This is Lauren Schmidt from the Kimba Newsroom. Uh, there are reports of several spot fires kind of along Highway 101. Uh, the first was located near Confusion Hill. Uh, now another spot fire um, in the Benbow uh, area is believed to have grown to two acres in size. Uh, resources are heading to scene right now. Um, air resources are uh, battling the flames from the sky. Um, according to Cal Fire, um, Jeremy Ward, battalion chief, wasn't able to give me an exact location, but he um, kind of estimated that this two-acre fire is between the Benbow State Park campground and Twin Trees. Um, again, that is the largest of the series of spot fires. Um, they, uh, these fires are suspicious in nature, and uh, law enforcement is gathering more information regarding this. But again, there is a series of spot fires from Confusion Hill. Uh, to Benbow. Uh, the largest of those is in Benbow, approximately two acres in size. Uh, multiple resources are heading there right now, and again, um, aircraft is circling that area. Uh, we're going to be monitoring this very closely and continue to bring you updates. Thank you. Thank you so much to Lauren and all the work that the news team does there to keep us updated and informed. A lot of times our mind can be more at ease when we know exactly what's going on instead of wondering and being curious about things that we don't know, right? So information is power here. So thank you for that. And hopefully all of you alls in this exercise are able to watch the activities of the unconscious mind and we're able to maintain our centered stability through all of this tumultuous waves of the world shall we continue shall we continue yes let's do it i sh- I, w- I would add that um in terms of practice and in an exercise like this, mm-hmm. you can think of it as, as if you're standing on a balance beam and you have your friends on the side who are maybe poking or prodding you <laughs> to lose your balance. And essentially that's what we're doing as we go into an exercise of this nature, honing in on our sense of psychological, emotional balance and observing and noticing distractions or um, updates or news or what people say, what people do and sustaining that balance through the poking and prodding. 
Yeah, it's a journey of life here. Well, let's continue because we have time. I hope you're staying with us there. It's 940. This is Chi Talks with Javi and Nona. And we're doing a guided facilitation. Optimizing our rest when we're laying in bed, ceasing the mental chatter. We say that we lead the mind. We cannot force the mind as you cannot force sleep. So you can't have stress going into the this cycle. It has to be led. And that's, these are the strategies that we use to do that. Mm-hmm. So we're doing a movement now, what we call the spinal wave. And this is essential to all of our physical Qigong movements. And it's uh, the root of our... Uh, body structure when we're doing exercises Mm -hmm. and even when we're out on the field lots of benefits to this very simple exercise if you're just starting i want to invite you to lay down with us you can also do this sitting down and we're moving the tailbone we're isolating movement of the tailbone Mm -hmm. if you're laying down it's upward and downward if you're sitting up or standing up you're moving your tailbone forward and back and if you're if you're sitting it helps to think of as if you're rocking the pelvis back to slouch more or coming up onto the sit bones to allow for the entire spine to uh, come upright and i did this the other day and it just really helped to ease relaxation through the whole body for myself so i love this technique Mm -hmm. you're laying down and the spinal wave travels through the whole spine as your vertebrae track uh, tailbone moves Mm -hmm. up and down so let's start with mental waves remember we have the mental space and we transition smoothly to the physical space so you're laying still and you start to move with your mind the tailbone to facilitate a spinal wave that goes from the tailbone down through the legs down into the feet and beyond and it goes up the spine lower back mid back upper back neck and head and you can think of it as like you're moving like a fish you're slowly easing through the field with this mental movement up and down of the tailbone coordinating with nice smooth continuous breathing nice deep breathing pace for yourself then this movement starts to enter the physical tissues and now you start to slowly pick up the physical tissues to move the tailbone up and down coordinating spinal undulation softly moving one vertebrae at a time continue to breathe through all this mind's focus up into the neck up into the head from the tailbone down to the hips knees feet and toes and feel free to Explore as much range of motion as you like. You can keep the movement micro. You can keep it subtle. You can expand and Mm -hmm. move the movement macro if you like. 
First, you know, if you're new to putting your mind at your tailbone, it's not easy to create movement when we're not mentally connected to various parts of our body. And so this is just a process. And with more repetition, it'll become more comfortable and more, more smooth and continuous. So allow for that to unfold. And so now we're going to start to move to the state of stillness. And this is where the technique to hone in on sleep, rest, where the mind and the body are still so that we can sleep if needed. So now we're going to start to bring the movement back in, bring the movement down. The physical tissues are ceasing to move. And then we slowly, smoothly transition to the mental movement of waving the tailbone and waving the spine. And eventually you decide when the mental movement stops. You decide when that mental uh, tailbone stops to move, when the mental spine wave stops to move, and you hone in on stillness. When you get there, you can do a nice deep sigh. You can do a few deep sighs to let that settle in and let the feeling emanate through the whole body. Honing in on that deep sense of stillness, ease, and relaxation. And this is the moment where for me I turn on my side and I go to sleep yeah sometimes actually I won't even make it through the end of the exercise I'll just <laughs> fall asleep so <laughs> and you have control so if you want to stay awake and continue to feel the relaxation you then start to initiate movement again either of these exercises. If you want to cease movement and rest and sleep, then you cease all movement, right? You can always, it's always a spiral. You can always go more yin or more yang from that point. Super beneficial movement, the spine wave, lubricating all the discs between the mm-hmm. vertebrae, moving the spinal fluid, uh, helps with getting your breath down to your belly massages all the organs within the torso and all those tissues there get uh, flooded with blood and all the necessary material and energies needed for cell regeneration so it's 948 we'll invite you to call if you want to pull yourself out of your state out of your zone um, provide some feedback or ask a question, 923-3911. got Dorothy. Dorothy is standing by. Stand Thanks by. for being there, Dorothy. You're welcome. I had a great time. 
I feel so smooth and relaxed right now. <laughs> Anything can happen. And you're even doing some you're even doing some stuff kind of running from studio to studio there. But smoothly. Oh, okay. Like, yeah. No stress actually. That's <laughs> oh, funny. That's good. Excellent. Thanks for that feedback, Dorothy. Our uh, unsung heroes, our engineers here. Can't so, do it without the great team here. So interestingly, when we have to jump to movement, mm-hmm. um, the idea is like we want a relaxed awareness. That's what we say is we want that sp- space of relaxed awareness where, you know, we're there and we're alert, we're on call. And so is the body ready to do as the mind desires, yet it's it's connected to that deep sense of relaxation. So... While we're hanging out here, you and I, Mm. we had some questions and answers that we were thinking of going through. Shall we, shall we ask the first one about the purpose of practice, especially with Tai Chi, Tai Chi Qigong, I would say. Right. I think we just know, you know, we just gave a great example of the purpose, you know, and that's the continued question uh, for us as we just walk through life, you know, from our training and from our time on the mountain, what is the purpose of this? And a lot of times on the mountain when you're doing all these like crazy Kung Fu um, skills and and stuff, it's like, why am I here? Why am why I here? Why am I standing on three bricks? Why am I here? The continued question is, why am I here? Why am I here? Why am I here? What am I doing? Why am I here? Why am I here? So that... Uh, going from the question, what is purpose? What's the purpose of Tai Chi? It's like, what's the purpose of living? And for me, it's like to feel, to feel that's, that is like the purpose to feel. And as you feel, you experience all the flavors of life from the bitter to the sweet. Okay. So then the question is like, what is it that you're feeling? Right. And so I think the interesting part of this is, you know, being in the present moment, with what's happening right here, right now, instead of the past or the future, mm. um, that uh, will, you know, coming from a martial arts sense, that makes you a better fighter because you're responding to the actual stimulation of what's happening now. But then mm. also in life, um, you're able to be more attentive to the, your loved ones and um, also not overreact or underreact, um, respond to different happenings in life and so how can you how can you feel and be in tune with the now Mm. and if you are the more relaxed you are and the less issues in within yourself that you have the more present you can be to Mm -hmm. to the feelings that are coming from outside of yourself instead of you know kind of ignoring or having um situations within yourself that you are are dominating your feel feelscape, right? So as you address the feelings within yourselves and you modulate and harmonize those, the more available you become to life. Right. It, for me, it goes back to root in terms of uh, psychological, emotional, deep sense of root. It correlates with physical root in terms of the idea of groundedness you know you have physical groundedness and uh, psycho-emotional groundedness in which the two um, are paralleled in terms of training and practice and so that's why the mind-body 
connection is super important and they go a hand in hand you can facilitate and you can influence body through mind you can influence mind through body because of their uh deep deep connection so for me it goes back to to root i guess go back going back to your question um there's the big question of like why practice at all then there's the daily question of why am i practicing right now mm-hmm. or what what am i going into it for this session um you always talk about that when you work with new students like what's your why why are you practicing uh, and that that can shape and change the approach to the practice and and what specific exercises you might be engaging in in that particular moment what's your context and what's your goal essentially yes, those yeah. are the questions yeah um, so let's, next question, let's, what, what is the is, relationship to feeling emotion, physical going? pain, trauma? Okay. So in terms of feeling, we say that feeling is the language that connects the, the mind to the body and feeling is your guide and feeling is so subjective and it's in that yin space that really no one else can see. I mean, others, we can pick up on feelings. We can, we have nonverbal communication. Um, many of us, including myself, we've been taught to ignore or suppress emotions. We cover up or try to shield ourselves from pain, you know, with like substances or chemicals. And many of those that are struggling with addiction have learned, you know, early uh, to escape or blanket various traumatic experiences, you know. So pain can be uncomfortable and feeling can bring about uncomfortableness as we dive deep. And as you dive deep, dive deep you might be experiencing some uncomfortable uh, memories or uh, sensations uh, in the body. And however, you know, our the slow, smooth, continuous practice helps us to keep that keep that sensation or that uh, emotion or that feeling temporary and know that that is uh, temporary, you know. And we learn through Tai Chi that feeling is, it's a sacred gift. And it allows us to enjoy the flavors of life as well as helps us to address energies that might cause or have caused harm. You know, some say that uh, in order to appreciate the sweet, we must first taste the bitter. You know, and along the flavor spectrum, we have yin and yang. You know, we have the ideal and the non-ideal. And so, I, you know, the next question says, the, re- the what is the significance of all this pre- practice and training? It's I'd say it's highly relevant to real life. Dr. Yang would always tell us, you're not learning martial arts, you're learning the way of life. Yeah, it's uh, interesting that you take this spiral that represents Tai Chi and, you know, we see spirals everywhere in nature and in our own bodies is part of the practice is to find the spirals in our tissues. And so in, in strengthening the tissue groups that create this spiral, we we... Uh, harmonize 
our entire body, uh, line it up with nature and, and prevent injury and can also create some healing as well. And uh, what is the spiral, too? Uh, Dr. Young likes to talk about how uh, the spiral is our version of a, a sine wave, even. So if you look at the, the spiral and you make it 3D and, well, 2D and then 3D and then back to 2D, you can see this wave, right, up and down, up and down. This is the ebb and flow of life, basically, mm -hmm. and because... Um, basically the diameter of the spiral is always changing the the peaks and lows of the waves are always changing it's just um, continuing and so we're we're riding that in our lives and I think that that's in in a pattern within our DNA as a spiral patterned within our you know fascial lines of spirals and and so forth and so on, out, out, out all the way to the galaxy. And with that, we'll close it off here. And um, you can reach us through talkingchi at gmail.com, talkingqi at gmail.com. We have a handout and we have also some um, text material uh, to support this. Um, we can also email you um uh, a link of this guided facilitation as well. And we invite you to also go to kema.org and uh, view the, and use the archive and uh, donate, hit that donate button as well. We want to thank Dorothy and Kema for having us. And yeah. I just want to also plug that I have a class happening on Mondays and Fridays at 4 p.m. on Zoom. So if you aren't interested, their free classes are part of our teacher's mission is to spread the knowledge of this practice. And so we're, our, our vow and being taken in as students was to continue that. So this is part of that impetus. So, yeah. And I'll just, I'll just close off with a quote here. I think okay. next time we'll talk about Wuji. We can't talk about Tai Chi and we can't talk about yin and yang without Wu Ji. And uh, we'll, talk, we'll ask the question, what is Tai Chi? Tai Chi is generated from Wu Ji and it is a pivotal function of movement and stillness. It is the mother of yin and yang. Tai Chi is the mother of yin and yang. When it moves, it divides and at rest, it reunites. We hope your Chi continues to flow smoothly and until next time. Take care.